0: Welcome to today's episode, the second episode of Travel Talk Live. Today we're talking about stressless travel mindset. Well, firstly, if you listen to this as a podcast episode, you can join us at 7pm GMT or 2pm Eastern, 11am Pacific. And that is on on the Facebook page. So that's just go onto Facebook and search Travel Stories Podcast. So last episode i was talking to cody crab the delightful and wonderful cody crab what a composer love that guy so we talked a lot about language he brought in an amazing story i won't give away what happened in the story you'll have to uh you'll have to check out the episode but what we took from his story was his situation was quite a stressful one it was something where a bad situation had occurred and he found himself in this situation and It prompted my thinking of what do we do in these situations? How do we handle these situations when they come up? So we were talking a lot about stress, a lot about the anti-stress mindset whilst traveling and what we can do about it, how we can cultivate it, the benefits of it. And I don't know whether there's any drawbacks apart from possibly missing more flights than than you normally would. But uh, anyway, we talked about stress. So. I'd like to start off by talking about my mindset. Now, this is by no means the best mindset to have. This is just the mindset that I have cultivated through, I don't know, years of kind of not really caring about things, not in a bad way, just, well, I'll explain. So my mindset, I'll take you to a situation, right? Say you're on an aeroplane, right? And now we've all been on a lot of aeroplanes, we're all travelers, right? But say you're on an aeroplane and option one is, You're on the airplane, it goes directly to its destination, you land, everything goes fine, right? What do we call that? We call that Wednesday, it's fine, nothing happened, right? Kind of boring. However, what happens? if you're going along and then suddenly it starts going down everyone's panicking i know it sounds bad everyone's panicking it's it goes down in the sea or something like that everyone survives everything is fine you make it to a desert island and you all (laughs) find out a way to live and coexist in a new community now that is more than just a wednesday that those are the things that i live for man those i think the magic is in the details and the details often happen when stuff goes wrong so that is (laughs) that's kind of a situation situation that I, it's not that I want airplanes to go down. It sounds weird. I know it's not that I want that to happen, but if it did, I would be thinking, well, it's not too bad. At least it's not just Wednesday, you know? So I think of life kind of like a movie in a way. And if you were watching a movie and everything went right and everything was good and everything was perfectly fine Up until the end of the movie there was no story arc There was the protagonist wasn't put into a weird situation where he had to figure out how to get out Man, that'd be a boring movie Who would watch that movie, right? So if life were a movie, would you want it to just be stagnant? Would you want it to just be just constant happiness. It sounds like something that someone would want, but in reality that would get kind of boring. So I think you need these arcs, you need these journeys, you need these bad situations to occur in order to appreciate the good. There's many, many quotes that go along with that. No rain, no rainbow, etc. And I think it's totally true, man. Like if you've got bad situations, then you will appreciate the good that comes from it. No matter how you get to the good, no matter how far away that good is, you will appreciate it a lot more when you've been through the bad. And like I said, stagnation, happiness, consistent happiness and consistent, nothing going wrong, man, it's the same as consistent badness. It's stagnation. And in my opinion, stagnation is death. Stagnation is, is the opposite of happiness. So, another one of my theories, I have a lot of theories, you guys know this. So another one of my theories is, skipping to the end. Okay, so I'll take you back. In relationships, in friendships, in bands, and stuff like that, right? We would uh, we would have arguments, you know, we'd have these heated arguments, and... We'd never know where we were going with them. But all I would say in these arguments is, look, I know how this is going to go. I know that I'm going to say this, and then you're going to say that. And then you're going to come back with that. And I'll say that. And then at the end, we'll hug. We'll go, I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. I was, yeah, I know. So was I. So I always used to say, can we just skip to that? Like, we know it's going to happen. Can we just skip to that moment? It's inevitable. It will happen. Let's just go there. And that is the same, I think, when it comes to situations. So." If you're following me, say you're on a bus right? and the bus breaks down, you're in the middle of nowhere. I was talking about this in the episode, you're in the middle of nowhere. You know, you know that in a week's time you will be in a hotel, you will be at someone's place, you'll be back in your bed, you'll be where you need to be. And maybe in a month's time, in a year's time, you won't even remember that bad situation. You won't remember the bus breaking down. The only thing you will remember from it is you'll have a great story. So if this is inevitable, if it's going to happen, if you will forget these things and feel good about them, feel like you have an amazing story about them, if that will happen eventually and inevitably, why not skip to that moment? You have the ability in your mind to skip to that moment. There's no reason to have this week-long day-long hour-long minute-long stress about the situation because you know inevitably you will end up (laughs) in that same place so what's the point here's some examples of this i was in queensland right northern queensland it was myself my ex-girlfriend and her sister in the back right this car Holden Commodore, lovely V6, 3.6 liter. Oh, it was amazing. Anyway, so we're in Queensland, right? And we're in the middle of nowhere. Weird, nowhere. There's nothing around. We're near the closest place is a place called Innisfail, and people in the north of Queensland will know this. It's not near anything. It's, I mean, they say it's near to Cairns, but that's like what an hour, maybe, maybe a little more. And so, yeah, we're there, and we had no money, right? We had no cash whatsoever. We had bank cards but nothing on them we had mobile phones but they did not have the ability to call out right so if we were to break down what would we do you know we had no money we couldn't what would we do and then we broke down obviously because these things happen these things happen all the time so we broke down and there's me thinking what are we gonna do i like and i tell you how it was the situation was funny Like (laughs) the situation became funny because it was no longer, oh no, what are we going to do? It was, I literally have no idea what happens now. And it was that lack of control of the situation that made it such a funny situation. It was, I have no idea how we're going to get out of this. And because we had no option and we had nothing to strive for to get out of the situation, it became hilarious and eventually i got out of the car fixed it and there was smoke coming out of it it was i felt like such a man but and so the situation sorted itself out with a little help from me the situation sorted itself out and now many years later like i was saying i have a story about it i barely even remember some of the Some of the details about that, that at the time seemed so important. So why, in that moment, in those few minutes, in that day, in that week, would I bother wasting my time stressing about this thing that in a few years time, I'll be talking to my phone and relaying the story and saying it was hilarious? Like, why would I bother with that, right? Here's another example, quick example. I was taking a flight from Hanoi to New Delhi, right? And uh, (laughs) I went into the airport. And I was I was a little late. Yeah, I, I don't know whether you can tell, but I'm a little, I'm late for things. I'm that guy. I'm the guy that's always late, right? So I go into the, uh, to check in. And the, the girl there, she says, you you can't check in for this flight. I said, oh, cool, why not? Why not? She goes, well, check-in closes in 20 minutes. But in order to go into India, you need to have a flight booked out of India, right? Check-in closed in 20 minutes. So I could have stressed about it i could have thought oh no what am i gonna do wasted all that time instead i just went to the nearest chicken place used the free wi-fi loaded up a map like what's the nearest place to india <laughs> I like, what's the nearest place to new delhi you know which country which capital city they're the cheapest and then i saw nepal booked a flight got in there And again, I could have stressed about that, but I knew that in a few years time, I'll be talking about it into my phone, holding my mic, relaying the story, thinking it was hilarious. Why would I waste that time stressing about it? Now, in the episode, Cody said, during a bad situation, now compare these two. You could either say, well, great. I wonder what I'm going to do now. Or you could say, well, great. I wonder what I'm going to do now. See." The difference there, the difference is the intrigue about where you're going. See, entrepreneurs see things differently, right? So if you're fired from your job, most people would say, Oh no, I've been fired from my job. What am I going to do now? Entrepreneurs would see that as now I have the time. Now I have the push. Now I have the ability to do what what it is that I want to do. You see the difference there. So they would see the opening of that situation brought on admittedly by a bad situation, but their focus is on the opening of said situation. And so it's just changing your mindset from one of focusing on the negative that has happened to focusing on the positive that may happen as a result of this negative. You see where I'm going with this? (laughs) These are all very similar theories that I have. So I'll leave you with this. Can worry and stress coexist with peace? There's a question there. Is it a rhetorical question? I don't know. Let's find out. So, let's think of it like a flowchart, right? Something happens. Something happens. Can that thing that has happened be sorted? That is the first question that you got to ask, right? Can this situation be sorted? So say either, either you've lost your wallet, you know, your wallet's been robbed when you're traveling, or you've missed your flight, or you're about to miss your flight, you've woken up late in Amsterdam and you've got half an hour to get to the airport actually happened, by the way. And you can it be sorted, if the answer is yes, then you should be spending and focusing, spending your time and focusing on the sorting of it, right? If it can't be sorted, then you got to ask the further question, will worrying about this thing that cannot be sorted, make it more able to be sorted? And you'll probably find out, I would imagine that the answer is no, worrying and stressing about the situation that can't be sorted won't magically change it to something that can be handled, be sorted, be figured out. So that's a little flowchart I'll leave you with. it's something to think about. Thank you very much for watching and listening to this. If you listen to this as a podcast episode, join us again on Monday where we will be joined by probably the most likable guy I have ever ever spoken to. He is the host of Let's Go LA, which is like one of those LA shows, LA travel shows where it's all so fun. You just want to go, man, I'm going to go live in LA and surf all day long. This guy is Justin Walter. He is the man and he brings with him an excellent story with such a twist. You're never going to see it coming. So thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Until then, take it easy.